afternoon, good festival, good night, good um, dinner on the fire, good breakfast, good, good everything. Well, wherever you are, we have the best and only David Sullivan with us. Welcome, David. Welcome. Welcome back. Thanks for having me again. I'll be back. So, David, <laughs> what, what you wanted to bring to the table today? Um, well, I thought that uh, I, I think a, a lot of people ha perhaps haven't uh, listened to the last one, but rather than going over it again, we'd kind of build on it, but we can kind of still go over a little bit what we talked about last time we talked about trauma. So I thought about um, ways that we could build capacity to take, to, to take on life stresses. Um, so in the nervous system. So if we think of the nervous system as, um, as a bowl and, and the stresses as water in the bowl, we're always gonna be putting more water in this bowl. How can we, rather than just try and, try and push life away, how can we make the bowl bigger? So we have a bigger reservoir, a bigger capacity to take on, you know, the shit that, that life deals us. Yeah? Yeah, that's a great topic. Hmm. So, like, is you, what you recommend to your patients is the same that you practice or for different people are different things? Yeah. I mean, when, when, when you asked me, um, Mariana, what, what I would be interested in talking about, this is my interest because I, it's, it's very, I need to do it, right, personally, because I live a stressful life and there's, there's some stuff going on in my life at the moment. So I thought, well, what, I'm not going to talk about something kind of theoretical. I'm going to talk about something that's, that's mm. close and, and also practically very important for me. Now, why is the choice making the the ball bigger and not not to avoid more stresses, not to avoid the stressful situations? Mm. So, because you know, if you if you if the doctor says, you know, I don't know, you've got prostate cancer, you can't avoid that. Yeah, mm. you can't avoid you can't avoid the stresses from life. Right. So it's better to. Those are the things that we can't, you know, we're looking at things that we do have control over and things that we don't have control over. We don't have control over the weather mm. and we don't have control over thing, you know, the stuff that life deals us. Mm. Okay. Yep. All right. In fact, wherever you are, there's always going to be, there's no 100% stress-free life or there's no 100% risk-free life, right? Well, because no. we, we don't know. It's like life is unpredictable. So the idea is that you are prepared for whatever. So is it is it kind of like a Buddhist thing that you are thinking about, David? Like, okay, life is happening. Mm. Regardless of what I think or I like or dislike, it's happening. And we do not help ourselves or our life experience by getting fucking stressed out about it because the shit is happening anyway right yeah. so is that what you sort of yeah well there's two there's two ways to do i think to to kind of deal with these stresses that come up and one is this kind of more this buddhist way of just being aware just sitting with it mm -hmm. but um and then the other way is more of the this way of That, that is seated in, in the, like the Roman philosophy, Greek philosophy of Stoicism, which, yeah. out of which came um, CBT, which is, the, uh, which is what psychologists use, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is, which, and they're both, they're, they both intersect in just recognizing what's going on. Right. In both of them, you have to kind of go, oh, I'm running. My mind is going down. I'm I'm getting stressed out or something. Right. Mm -hmm. Generally, um, something happens and then it triggers a whole lot of stuff that that like a vicious circle. Yes. Yeah, emotions and then 
pain and and things like that. Mm. Um, so so with the CBT, the cognitive that that's kind of like oh I I I, I can recognise that my my thoughts are going to down, or I'm going kind of into my imaginary world. Right, because it's too painful to to be here right now. I'm just, oh, I'm gonna just think of whatever. Um, and and we can we if we notice it, we can then go. Okay, I'm gonna think of. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna think of something nice, right? Because generally, where our our mind will go towards the pain or. Um, with that negative bias that's that wrong. Yeah. Um, I can, I can replace that thought with a, with a better thought. Yeah. But we have to first be aware of what's happening. Mm. So, the replacing so can, the thought, do you, what do you believe about, about replacing the thought? Because it's, it seems a little bit fake to me because if it's, if that thought is coming, it's because mm. of some, energetic field vibration some shit that wants to come out so the ego eh? it, it, it could be so so okay what okay let's take an example it, it, we, we're all with our nervous systems are all little kids underneath all of this right we, we so let's say you remember when you were a naughty and your parents sent you to your room or something right yeah. So you're sent to your room and you're, you're like crying or whatever and you're feeling really shit. You've been told off or you've been smacked and that's too painful to deal with. So you just go into your imagination, right? I remember going to my room that's and true. going, if only my parents were like the parents on the Brady Bunch, mm. Yeah. Uh, and sit, American sitcom parents, they're always nice. They're not no, nasty like my parents, blah, blah, blah. So I'm creating a whole different world because, and, and so that's, so I'm going into my head, right? I'm going into my imagination. And we do this the whole time. We're mm -hmm. doing it um, in and out of our imagination. Yeah, yeah. You it's mean as, as children? To have a panic attack, is it still? No, no, but it's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's, and we, it's like a defense mechanism, I, I suppose. Yeah. So we escape, and and some, and and we don't just go into our imagination and create good things. We go generally, we go to the worst case scenario, <laughs> and and start freaking out about what might happen in the future. Right? Yeah. Oh, I've got a headache. It might be a, a brain tumor mm -hmm. or something like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. right? So, so to catch that and go, ah, oh, that's just me going into my imagination. This is what happens, okay? And then I could go, oh, I could just imagine sitting on an elephant, going for an elephant ride in Thailand. I could imagine uh, riding a, 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 a winged white horse, Anything, you know, so <laughs> one, one, one imagination is as good as any others. So we start not to believe the imagination that we're actually believing. Oh, it might, it, I've got a, I've, I've definitely got a, a, a tumor or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so it's really helpful to just know this is a normal thing that humans do is go into our imagination but I have a choice of which, where to go. I could actually choose surfing in Raglan or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hitchhiking. Yes. And, and, but the thing is that sometimes the mind, what I notice, at least with mine, is pretty morbid, right? So yeah. if it has, if within your example, okay, where do I go? Surfing in Raglan with my mind or, yeah, brain tumor. Nah, brain tumor. And it's like, why? Why? Because because of our <laughs> reptilian brain that's kept us alive. Because it's better to be, if you're a, a lizard sitting on a rock and a, a, the shadow of a bird flies over, you scurry away. And, and ha, like, I don't know, nine times out of ten, that bird didn't even see you and it's not a threat. 
But that one time, and and so you scurry away and you get a bit cold is because you're a lizard, you like to be warm. But that one time, that bird might kill you, right? And so the, the scared lizards survived, right? The, the scared humans survived that they ran to the back of the cave. So we will, we will, our negative bias is such a real part of us, we will never get rid of it. But all we can do is just be aware of it and go, oh, I've just gone to the negative, the most negative thing I could think of. So I think we talked about it last time, a little bit about this, where um, our, we tend, our um, awareness tends to go where we're most painful in our body. And I will start with my clients and go, where are you most comfortable? Mm. Just as valid. Yeah, but you're yeah, 10 exactly. times more likely to go to the most painful place is, is the most comfortable place. Mm. And, and attending to the most painful place will you, your ner- rest of your nervous system will start to get stressed. And if you, if you attend to the uh, most comfortable place, your nervous rest of your nervous system will start to relax. Mm. Your, shoulders will, your shoulders will drop, you'll breathe easier. That's one of the ways to make the bowl. That's right. And that, but that's also a little bit in this, in this kind of um, area of CBT. Yeah. Yes. You're not avoiding, but you're just noticing, Oh, I'm running this program of looking for the negative. Yeah. So I have a choice. So what, what is the second, the second system? Okay. So um, I'm just going to, okay. So, um, the, this, so this first one is really good to just, you know, for day-to-day things, just to kind of yeah, come the get fun. to know yourself and to just create some sense of safety, yeah, and, and like an anchor. Like I can always go to my happy place, mm. yeah? Yeah. Mm. And that's really, that's really, really important for the second one. And the second one uses a little bit of that, that first one. So the second one is more this Buddhist one that you were talking about, Mariana, where you just sit with whatever you notice with awareness. So no resistance. Hmm. But yeah. sometimes it gets so bad if you, if you notice the, okay, I'm just going to notice the painful place. It can be like it can be that can overwhelm you, and then you have to come back to the okay. Now I'm going to go to my happy place. I'm going to go and and lie on that hammock in Fiji or whatever, or it or you keep one eye on the the place that's really comfortable inside you. Mm. Like you can sit in that comfortable place. Let's say your feet or your belly feels really comfortable, but your shoulder feels uncomfortable. Let's sit in the belly and look at the shoulder. Yeah. Or look at the edges of that uncomfortable place. Where, where is that? Where is it not so uncomfortable that it's unbearable and you just, or you can just have a look in and come out a little bit. Mm. And, and, but you kind of have to do that when you have time and space. You can't do that in the middle of a working day at, at, in your office. You kind of have to do it with a friend or with someone that you really trust or with a therapist or just like, you know, um, when, you, when you've got time to kind of meditate and sit and, and you know, because you might start crying. You might, like, you might look, at, look at that and then just kind of, it gets so you you might have a like a, a discharge of energy like animals yeah, do yeah, yeah. You know? coming yeah. out of that kind of frozen place it feels like almost falling and and that's why it's actually nice to have a friend there and we talked about it last time just you know having a hug and that sense of safety with someone that you really really trust 
can start start to you can start spontaneously crying because you've just been white knuckling it and then you just allow that all that stuff to come up yeah but yes. you've got the safety at the same time so for so in these cases we're talking about someone that let's say like the, the mind doesn't stop or like their whole body's fucking full on from a trauma or for tension blah 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 but so we're talking about okay the beginning steps are okay um, sort of guide your mind to something else, accept, no resistance, da, da, da. but in all of that, how do we go on about building a better nervous system to be more flexible to whatever happens mm -hmm. in life? So you know how if you if you have a cry, you feel really good afterwards? Yeah. 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 This happened this to is, me this week. This yeah. is exactly what I'm talking about is building a bigger container. So why, why do I build it bigger by just crying? Or? Yeah, because so it's like you've been if if you think of in the in the if if you think of the like the analogy of of a wave in the water in the in out of Piha or Raglan or something, you've you're dealing with this sort of swell and you're just trying to keep that down. Yeah, you just trying to keep it down because there's people around and you it's not really appropriate to just let it all go and just cry and snot out your nose and all of that and then you, you and then you get home and and you talk to someone on the phone and you're just like i just you know i just can't anymore i just feel like this and they just can say something beautiful like you know you're just doing so well i really think you're great or whatever And, and it kind of allows you to just be you in that moment. And then you have, and then it's like you take, you, you're taking your foot off the brake that's holding the, everything together and just allow yourself to, it feels like you're falling, but you could think of the wave coming and, and breaking. Yeah. And then, and then you're down at this lower level. Yeah. Yes. You've, you've I don't know. You've taken some water out of the out of the um, out of the reservoir or out of the bowl, or you've made your bowl bigger. Yeah. So. But yeah. can I can I say like for example, I I you know I went through full on crisis, but but uh, and I I started to do like heaps of meditations, guided meditations, and a few things that work for me, and I want to know what what you thought is like. First, in the meditation, visualizing myself really calm, really radiant, really smiley. You know, like it was almost a, a rehearsal for the whole body to realize that that was an op like an option. It wasn't just the depressed, tired, sick, or whatever, mm. right? So mm. to rehearse that, and every day. I will be in a different situation and stuff and it end up happening. Like now I feel like I'm finally sort of myself again. And then the other breaking, like unbelievable is the Wim Hof breathing. And he explains that because the process of this breathing is so fucking stressful that every time you do it, you actually build resilience. Mm. And I'm like, okay, let's see. And to be honest, since I started to do those breathings, I never felt any situation too stressful. I will just watch it and go like, oh, look, how interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is happening. It's yeah. a completely different, but I don't know. It could be anything. You know, it could be also that I'm fucking aware of my own shit and people's shit. So, you know, it could be. So what do, what do you think about the breathing exercise? Yeah, really good and and. Full-on exercise is also really good oh, wow. because that because it's getting like crying and like laughing. Like laughing's really good, right? Yeah. It it's it's getting the diaphragm going, right? It's it's really getting the belly going, um, and really it's yeah I, that the the Wim Hof and really full-on exercise are similar in that that you That's push okay. yourself That's you're okay. really pushing yourself mm. to force air into your lungs to to force 
um, I don't know, that, that life energy back, right? Because mm. that's really what it's about. Coming out of freeze, we're all in some levels of freeze, um, holding it all together and to, to let it go to, and to, you know, to, to come into this place of, um, I don't know, we, we, we coming, it's hard to, setting, to, to show you, to, I, I'm, I'm such a visual person. Yeah, I yeah, that is exactly graph, I But what when we come mean? out of freeze, because freeze is dissociation, right? And we, we're not aware. That's to okay. come back into awareness, mm. that's where healing takes place. Yeah. But it can be really, really uncomfortable. Yeah, because the, sometimes the, the body and the mind, uh, it's like, I don't want to feel better. What are you doing? No, I want to, I want to be depressed. <clears throat> I want to yeah. be sad. So it's a, <clears throat> it's a challenge of the mind and the body sometimes to, you know, that you need to say, you know, fuck it. I want to, I want to be. Feeling yeah, better. I think also that it's it's about the habit <laughs> of feeling depressed, and sometimes that you know you can it's it's re yeah. It's a, either a habit or you, you're getting something out of it, you know. Oh, I'm always sick, so I, that's the way I get a, a, attention from attention. people. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was speaking more about the freeze and dissociative, dissociative state, state that each of us are in right now, us four are, are in a little bit of that. We're, we're all not just one or the other. We're all a little bit of that, a little bit of in the sympathetic system and a little bit in that social engagement system. It's like the three primary colors. So we're, we're always mixing them a little mm. bit to create our own color. That's true. Um, but the more, if, if we're stuck in, in that numb state, that can be just cool. It's all good. That's all true. But, but nothing changes. We're, we're unconscious. We're asleep at the wheel. We can't, we can't improve from that state. I can I ask you, because like I have a couple of friends like that, but they are also really peaceful people to be around. And they, you know, like sometimes they tell you what's going on and you go like, fuck, that's full on. But they go like, wow, that's, it is what it is. And, and then I'm just like, fuck, you never have like a fucking crisis or something. So it could, it could be, right, like they are old souls or that they they came to this world with more knowledge than me or they had, like, maybe parents that they guide them to a more calm state or, or no, do you think? Well, maybe, maybe ignorance, is ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying... You're saying it's, limit, it's limiting as well. You don't see... So the only thing is that when you are in that state, if you're in that kind of a little bit frozen state, you don't feel the, 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 the bottom of the low, but you don't feel the peaks of the high as well because mm. you're, you're thwarting that life force. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. You're, pushing, you're pushing everything out, not just the bad. That's all true. So you often see people and they have kind of like a, like a, a flat emotionless kind of response in their face and a little bit kind of yes really warm not really engaged <clears throat> and we're all a little bit like that at times and <laughs> more and less right yeah. mm. so um so the the point is that if if we want to if we want to change that we kind of have to have this investment of looking at the of sitting with with that kind of that painful thing that, that we've been avoiding. No. Mm. Right. But we can do it in a, in a, in a safe way. If we really, you know, make sure that we're nice and safe. But I think, um, yeah, I think may, the main thing is like people don't talk enough about these bad feelings. Like, for example, I had one a, a couple of days ago that I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's really uncomfortable and it feels yuck and you don't understand why it comes from at 6 a.m. when you're going to work, you know, like just really weird. 
And then because I know and I read and I talk to people like you guys and stuff, you know, ah, okay, this is some shit. Okay. And you sit with it and then it goes. And it it lifts you. Like, it doesn't come back two hours later. It just, as soon as you let it pass, it passes. But, come on, these days is almost like, you know, the, the happy face in Facebook and stuff is just stopping this sort of communication of like, you know, it's okay to feel fucking bad shit. Stay with it. Don't fucking do a selfie to forget about it. You know, all that stuff. And I think it's ignorancy because I didn't know. And when those feelings will come like 10 years ago, I didn't know what to do with them. So I'm like, I work harder. I'm going to work harder or I don't know, have another boyfriend or whatever it was. Yeah. So, so an example of that, just to like a silly example, but I, I was um, sitting with a friend and then she, I don't know, started getting on her phone for something. And rather than sitting with the discomfort of being bored for like 10 seconds, I automatically, I caught myself automatically grabbing my phone. Ah. Yeah? This is an avoidance for feeling bored. It's an uncomfortable feeling to just, to feel a little bit left out or, you know, there's all of this, you know, not being, not belonging in the group and everyone's looking at their phones and you're not and and, and they've turned away from you and, man, I want my mummy, right? So I'm going to just, I'm going to, have my habitual fix of just looking at my phone. And I, and I was like, no, I'm going to just feel bored. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. That's all true. I've done that. So, it, so we have to, so the first way of the, is the CBT way, which is noticing, okay, you can always go to your happy place, right? If you're going to go to, if you're going to go to the bad place, you have a choice of where yeah. you go. And the second one is sitting with it, sitting with the discomfort. Well, uh, I I, I can't remember who it was, but they say um, the paradise uh, comes once you've been to hell. Mm. Right? And and, and it's true. Like, you have to go through this shit to feel more light and stuff. But you don't know until you go through the hell. And because... When you are in hell, you don't know that actually all of that will pay off with paradise later. It's fucking scary. So yeah. it's one of the, that phrase that says, the cave you seek, uh, you fear to enter, holds the treasure you seek. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the, another the, the, and, and we will do anything rather than enter that cave because that cave is the scariest place. We will create our own chronic pain not to go there. We will create all yeah. sorts of other stuff just to keep ourselves occupied, like the phone, because chronic pain keeps us occupied, right? Yeah. And so, so we'll create all of the strategies not to go into that cave. Because, because what you treat the most is like people with chronic pain and stuff. And so that's what it is. It's, it's actually us creating that sort of. It can be. It can. It can definitely be. And there's a book by I think John Sarno, um, "For Yourself in Pain" or something like that. And and he he talks a. He, this is what he talks about. Mm. Yeah, that you are create. It's so easy to create pain. You mm. just you just squeeze. You just get your muscles to squeeze squeeze a little bit, and then bang, you've got. You're not oxygenating the muscles and and. Lactic acid and it gets sore. That's so true. So, Pablo, I'm curious um, about uh, how do you deal with with this kind of stressful situations, or if you lately had one, or how do you manage with it? Or kind of touch this on on the, in other episodes, but keen to know because, <clears throat> as Maya always says, we tend to be more the calmer one and. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so are we are we talking about like um, the stress of a busy life or a stressful situation like uh, pain or, or... Could, be anything, could be anything? You, you, you are, you know, this is good that David brought it up because sometimes I'm like, 
is Pablo human, you know, because you never have a fucking crisis. Or, or, or I don't know. You or you don't know about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very good at hiding them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but hiding them takes it takes a lot of effort. That's well. That's well. Uh, and and so and so I don't know Pablo, but it, but it can be that that we we can work really hard to to keep that wave under control. But actually, what needs to happen is to to allow it to come up so it can break. And then we're at a lower like level of potential energy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, it's funny. I, I've got, um, we're pretty, pretty busy at work. It's, it's quite, quite stressful. And some, some of the people in the team are, are getting very stressed, you know, very stressed. And um, I've, I, I've managed I managed to I, I've contributed of course work, work really hard but I've I haven't crossed that line where where I'm I'm exhausted or or you know um where I'm suffering and I I'm not sure I think it's uh, because I do take time off to the things I like even if it's for a short time and 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 then come back for example so, yeah uh spend time with with my wife and my son uh you know watching a movie together called up um going for a swim and and mm. just i think those things allow me to re-energize and then go back and do the work and i think if if you're just in the constant trying to beat the stress trying to okay i've got this list of things to do i'm just gonna go and do it and and wake up early and do it do do everything i have to do and and go to bed late and and i think you, you that's where you burn out that's you made a you made a very good point about the body uh? that, sorry that that Pablo made a very good point i think here about the body because one of the things that i i when, when i get stuck is because i'm in my head And when you go back to the body, when you go to exercise or hang out with, with your family, these kind of things, it puts you back in your body and you kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah. goodbye mind. That's right. Mm. Because, cool. because if you think about the mind is where you go, where you've gone in the past when it's got really bad, yeah? So the absolute, the strategy of, you know, me as a kid getting sent to my room was just to go up into my mind and and not just me everyone right yeah. that's 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 a it's a real strategy for 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 everyone to to just create something different to what's actually happening to leave to leave the body yeah mm -hmm. to leave the leave the present so so we need to build up our muscles of being present and being and going exercising or spending time with your dog or your wife or your, your kids or going into nature, going swimming, all of that stuff, all of that stuff, uh, breathing exercises, meditation, everything, anything that, you know, and, and that's why all of these um, things take discipline because we need to build that, that muscle so that when we need it, it's there, yeah? That's we the thing. I think it's because it's so subtle, this inner work, that people start and they don't stick to it because they don't see any changes. But mm. when people are really, really bad and the only resource, like in my case, was actually fucking sit down and fill it all with meditations and stuff, I could see the changes very gradual like like if i will look two months back i will be like oh my god i don't have anxiety anymore wow when did that happen it's just so the process is slow and it's not very slow yeah and i think people these days you know tend to give me the pill or give me the fix right now give me mm -hmm. the phone right now and there is not that patience or that you know sort of allowing things to happen like it in nothing you know not even in love people are in fucking tinder i want it now that's that, right you know there's no this they enjoying the process of a story or something 
Oh, that pain I remember when we were kids, like if you met someone you liked and you managed to get a phone, which was also like quite, you know, stressful. Then calling, calling her house with the risk of their parents picking the, the phone, oh, you were sweating <laughs> like a pain, like I know. so scared. <laughs> Imagine if the, if the dad picks up the phone. So courageous. <laughs> Sorry about that. The modern people, millennials now that w were born with mobile phones don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Totally. totally. What, why wouldn't you text them, Nicholas? What's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Totally. No, it's no, but, but why did you call the father's mobile phone? I don't understand. Exactly. <laughs> but, but you made a really good point because what is this generation going to do? Because they, are don't, they don't exercise this. They, you know, this kind of things. They don't put themselves in these situations. Exactly. So, so the word that comes to mind is investment, right? We need to invest time and effort, discipline, and also invest the, the going through some pain because avoiding pain is not doing, it, it's just, it's just not going to go away, right? That, that stuff, that, that, That cave that you, you were talking about, in the end, if you don't go in it now, you, and, and look, you, you, you don't have to go into it now, but at some point when you're in a good space, that's when to go into it. Choose to, you know, like when you're really feeling good and meditate, and meditate or whatever, or just sit and go, I'm going to just have a look under the surface because we're kind of like, ducks on the top of the water we're nice and nice and calm maybe we don't have an, any idea what's going on underneath the legs might be going a million miles an hour so let's just while i'm i'm in a you know stable place i'll have a look it's so funny because today that you know at work they made a, a video of me and they make a joke at me so They, they film it all and then they show it to me. And it's funny because no one knows this, but at that time I was very frustrated with something else. And I, I acted like I was part of the joke and smiling, but inside I still was, I'm frustrated because of this. And it's so funny because when I watch the video, I'm like, Mariana, I cannot tell you are frustrated or thinking about anything else. And I'm mm. like, fuck, this is what we see every day. We don't fucking know. No. It's crazy. You think that you compare yourself and you think everyone looks so good compared to you, and then you go, you know nothing. Nothing, nothing. So we, we, only, we look on the inside in ourselves and we look on the outside of everyone else. Yeah. And okay. so especially with Facebook and all of that sort of oh, stuff yeah, yeah. and those fucking... Yeah. What are they called? Influencers and blah, oh, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. The more followers they have, the, 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 the worse they are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. There's so much this, because they're, they're bought into it fully, all of this external stuff, but they, they're feeling crap on the inside or hollow or whatever. <laughs> Maybe they're not, but who knows? Some of them, no, they quite and, yeah. And then... And then, um, and then they have to feed this beast oh, called dang. content. I need content. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's true. yeah. That's true. Um, well, That's just one question, David, for you. What is what you do every day to... What do I do? Yeah, bring your, you know, nervous system bowl a little bit bigger. Um. What do I do? Um, so I, I walk up Mount Eden every day, yeah, once or twice, and run up to get my diaphragm really, really going. It really, it just, it, it's like it's sucking life force into me, you know, and it really can set me up. Um, um, The picture that you have behind you is Mount Eden? Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. That's crazy. And I can see it up there. 
Um, so that's not the window. That's a picture. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I meditate. Every day. And the, these two kind of work, I think you can get a little bit into meditation and, and, and for me, uh, and because I work very, very calmly, it's almost like just tuning in. I need the opposite as well. So I need, so the meditation, but also the exercise, the full on exercise I need to do. Um, Sorry, can I say something that I, we did one activity the other day with my son and my, and my wife, <clears throat> it's called the wild child. It's here in Auckland, and it's basically to connect with nature, right? And it's run by this guy that it's amazing. And, and he said one phrase to, to the kids. He was saying, like, um, now it's time to go wild. So we did, like, crazy things. We were throwing things at him. We had a bow and arrow. We are throwing <laughs> the box to him. It, was, it went really wild. And then he said, okay, now it's time to stop being wild and let's do other things and we did some craft work uh, you know i don't know yeah. some wood carving and it was amazing because as you were saying like having the possibility to to do both mm. things mm. Rather, rather than like i don't know just either meditation and, and you're like mm. that and then you feel like you need to you yeah. know, release that energy as well. yeah. you need balance yeah and and so anything look Um, if if I play piano, and, I, and if I'm trying to improve piano, I'm present in that moment that I'm practicing piano. Mm. So that's that would be my theory. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. Anything like walks on the beach or whatever that you're really present, that you have to be present. Now, one one thing that I get my clients to do is um, there's a shop just there's a, like a two dollar shop down the road and they sell little pirate outfits a pirate mask yeah. buy a buy an eye patch and walk around the house with an eye patch go for a walk with an eye patch on it will freak your brain out you have to be present the That's light cool. world is yeah. so different through one eye that it's like you've just incarnated into this new body and, and suddenly walking is different. You have to be attentive to where your feet are. Go for a walk like on in the park with that. And that's just like, oh goodness, I've got a yeah. That's so true. Okay. That's so stoic. Yeah. 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 Um so, so, some people say, okay, start to do the your your uh, teeth with the other hand. Yes. Yeah. I think it was Marcus Aurelius or Seneca, I can't remember who, that he he would live in the street, like sleeping in the street for a couple of days just to see how it feels. Mm -hmm. wow. Just in case he had to be in that situation, he would actually say, well, you know, I could, I could manage or try to, yeah. And also when he goes back to his bed, he really appreciates it. Exactly. Yeah, because grateful. the best way to appreciate things in your life is when you you, you don't have them for for a bit, and then yes, yes. Yeah. And I read this phrase today that said, "Live your life like you just died, but you actually returned to live. Mm. Like you died. Okay, I'm back now." Mm. But yeah, that's the, that's the thing. My father passed away two weeks ago, and. Once someone really close to you, and David, I know you know this, um, they go, then you go, oh, my God, life goes fucking fast. So I am much more in love with life. Like I appreciate everything more and just tiny little things. And I, I, I need less grandiosity, you know? Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. Mm. The, the other thing is, and I, I say to my clients a lot, so just let this sit in your nervous system, okay? Just check out where you are in your nervous system and that. Okay, so imagine so that there's nothing to do. So right now, at this point, right here and now, just imagine or just 
take it on that there's nothing to do in order to get anywhere. There's nothing to know in order to know anything to improve. There's nothing to do in order to get anywhere. There's nothing to strive for. Mm. Just imagine that you are at your goal. Just feel that in your system. Feel that, that you, you are your goal. Your only goal is to be the I, just to be awake, to not be asleep at the wheel. So of all the trillions of ways that you might be experiencing yourself, you are experiencing this right here and now. It might be, there might be some discomfort, there might be some places that are comfortable, but this is what you're experiencing. There's nothing else to experience but this. And you're only, and now, I mean, going a little bit further, maybe our job is just to be the eyes and ears of God. Mm. That, yeah, I, I already felt more relaxed just. This, this sounded like a, like a, like a meditation itself, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we really, really respond to, oh, I don't need to try so hard. Yeah, I can just settle into my own body. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, because the brain is always, the mind is always trying to get somewhere, get, 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 defend, try, trying to um, figure things out. Actually, let's just... Be here and now. Yeah, and, that, and that sense of feeling being like incomplete, like, no, there's something else. Like mm -hmm. once you get something, do something, achieve something, complete something, you'll be called. Mm. Yes. And, mm. any, and anything other than what you just felt of just being of like not striving of no resistance, right? No, not trying to be anything else rather than here and now. Anything else other than that is just in your imagination. And the imagination is there to keep you kind of to, to, to lessen the pain or whatever from when you were sent to your child, to, to your room as a child. Yeah, that's okay. Nice. Um, yeah. I think we should be yeah, <coughs> closing now. David, again, amazing to have you. I always learn a lot. <laughs> you come for dinner. And you have such a calming voice. Yeah. Your voice is such stunning, mate. <laughs> yeah. You feel yeah. more more settled and oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, so really, so really it, you know, it, every everyone kind of knows what they what kind of nurtures their themselves to to calm them and to to build capacity. But when we are frozen, you know, we get tunnel visioned and we get kind of small and to allow yourself to go through that into that cave that you're talking about, Nicholas. Um, to to um, to almost go through the pain or go through the, the depths of hell, it actually feels a little bit like death, especially mm -hmm. when you're de dealing with real trauma. It feels like death because you mm -hmm. went to your imagination, you went into that freeze or dissociate to survive. So it can. So my what I tell my clients is that rather than because it feels like you're hanging on to a bridge, like the Harbour Bridge, blindfolded, and someone says, just, just drop and I'll catch you. You, not, you won't do it, right? No. You're not going to say, you're not, the, the only way that you'll do it is if they come up and, 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 they, and you feel something under your feet, you'll, that you have an, an, a... Um, an alternative, uh, like a, an alternative to that. But when you, when you do let go, when it does feel like, oh, God, I, I'm just going to let go, it feels like you're falling into a void. 
But I would say that that void is only the part of yourself that you don't yet know. So I'll say that again. The, what feels like the void is only this part of yourself that you don't yet know. We're, we're far bigger than we think we are. So there's, these, there's this whole massive area of us that I don't know that I don't know. Yeah? There's so much, we have so much capacity. And it's almost like just falling into this place or, or into the hand of God or something. Mm. Falling into an angel catching you. That's falling into your own bigger ball. Exactly. Mm. Falling into your own greater self that's way, way bigger than this small thing. And that's how we build capacity. We become bigger. Mm. We know more about ourselves. We have, we're bigger. Much bigger. Wow. And today it's we're bigger after this podcast. Yeah. I'm talking to you, David. The bowl, yeah, definitely bigger now. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. You I know, really appreciate it. You know where we go when we finish? We go one, two, three, boom. And <laughs> yes. We, 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 we also want to thank the audience as well. Oh, yes. yes. Do the marketing for us, please. Yes. Well, just, just being thankful about the audience listening to us. Appreciate and, it. And uh, giving us feedback. Totally. Yeah, yeah. We have someone from Hong Kong. Welcome, Hong Kong, to listening <laughs> to us. And so yes. <laughs> Germany and, and Sweden, I think it's new. Yeah. I love it. I love listening to it. I listen to you when I'm walking up Mount Eden. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> oh, there's one coming soon where, where I actually mention you. Ah. I'm swearing, but don't worry. It's coming. <laughs> Fucking <dangerous. laughs> when, when people are walking their dogs in there and I've got a big smile on my face, it's generally when Mariana's swearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We <laughs> dedicated a whole episode about Surrey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't say your name, but you will know it's you because. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Bye, right, guys. Thank you. One, two, three. Ciao. Hope you enjoyed this conversation of beautiful ghosts. We invite you to join our community in our Facebook page. Get in touch if you'd like to talk with us or be a guest in the podcast. To find out when new conversations are being published, subscribe to the YouTube channel or in your favorite podcast app. Our website is beautifulghosts.org. We appreciate your feedback and comments. Have a beautiful week.